What's up, what's up, my highness queens? We are back with another episode of Bluntly Black Girls. Um, first, I want to say I hope you guys had the best Thanksgiving that you possibly could have in the shit show that is 2020. I know that there's a lot of people who weren't able to spend time with their families or as much of their family as they wish or do the things that they're normally able to do during this time of the year. Um, so I hope that everyone was able to make the best out of a pretty sucky situation um, and was able to find at least one or two things that they're thankful for in the midst of everything <laughs> that is this year. Um, yeah, so this week's episode is with my girl Kiki. Kiki is a medical marijuana patient um, in Florida, and we talk about her experience with cannabis, what it took to get a medical marijuana card in Florida, and let me tell you, it's a whole lot. <laughs> um, that was definitely an eye-opener. We also talk about the importance of seeing Black women stoners represented in entertainment, social media, in real life, all of those things. And the most importance of destigmatizing mental health and seeing a therapist in the black community. Y'all know, or if you don't know, <clears throat> mental health is like my cause, my thing. I, I believe that we could be such better people if everybody just admitted that, you know, there's something wrong with them. And sometimes it helps to talk it out. Um, so we get into all that and, uh, it's just a really good, fun conversation and yeah. So let's get into this episode. So let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl all the way from humid ass, hot ass Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Highness queen Kiki. And that is Kiki smokes on Instagram. Welcome, Kiki. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. Right, we're sitting here. We had some technical difficulties. Of course, that is like standard now for me doing an episode is to have technical difficulties. Um, And so we decided after those technical difficulties that we deserved (laughs) these joints that we're smoking today. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, So tell us about yourself, Kiki. Okay, well, I am a mom of five, which, like I said, is a full-time job in itself, and I work a full-time job. <laughs> um, I am a stoner mom, proud of it. I don't hide it or deny it. Um, like I said, I work as a kennel technician, so, hey, whew, <laughs> that's a lot. But I also do YouTube, which is kind of sort of like a job, too. I um I've been doing it for man for a long time for like <laughs> over five years. Yeah, and that is I, a long to time. be honest with you, I've got I've got paid for it once. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you know it's something that you're really just passionate about. You can keep doing it regardless of whether or not you're getting paid. And you know, I think it's better sometimes to have a passion than well. As long as your, your bills are paid and everything, it's better to have a passion than um, just getting paid for something that you just really don't care about. Yeah, 
That's true. That's why I have to keep a, you know, either a full time or part time job because I feel like you, you know, YouTube is not, you know, it's not um reliable. Mm-hmm. You can't count that as your main source. I've seen people do that and they end up like losing houses, losing like all type of stuff. I be damn. Mm-hmm. I got five. I can lose nothing. Yep. <laughs> it's a side hustle. Side hustle queen. Exactly. And they switched the rules up so much. You don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do YouTube a long time ago. Um, like a long time ago. I'm not even going to tell anything about them because I don't want nobody going out there to find them. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And um, you can make money, but like you said, it, it's definitely not steady income. I never made no money, but I never even tried. So it for me, it was more of a hobby. Um, and then after a while, I was like, yo, this a lot. Like this a lot. This a lot. I'm up here trying to edit a video. Right. It's a lot. Like I'm literally show you. I'm literally sitting at a computer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's yeah, that's yeah, it 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 done they done made me mad for the last time. Yeah. And so you said you're also a a kennel tech, like you mean like a um vet vet or where they have animals. Um, well, I've worked in a vet office before. Basically, what I do is um, I make sure they get their medicine, uh, whether it be, you know, injection or pill. I make sure they go outside, you know. Uh, I clean kennels and break up fights because it happens. <laughs> <laughs> rough ride, believe it or not, I have uh, the most, the most, like when I'm out in the field, I have like at least 10 or 11 dogs out at once. And I don't really worry about the big ones like, uh, you know, like pit bulls or poodles or no, it's the little chihuahuas that be wild. No, <laughs> it, it, they really are. My mom calls it little man syndrome. She's like, it's oh. that little man syndrome. They be thinking they they know they little, so they gotta bark hella loud, you know, to to compensate for your actual littleness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. I understand that. They are, they are savages. <laughs> I love all dogs, <coughs> but them, oh no, baby, they are savages. <laughs> My aunt used I to have like three of them. Too. My dad hated Ooh. those dogs. Ooh, I, I just, man, they, they something else. I just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Go calm down over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like now, you know, the thing with any dog, whether it's a pit bull or a chihuahua, is once they know you're afraid of them, they're gonna they're gonna fuck with you the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like bite at you, bother you. As soon as you show them, you you know you're the pack of the you know you're the leader of the pack. They don't really mess with you like that, except for chihuahua. They got attitude. <laughs> see, see, they may find you regardless. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. Yeah, so me and Kiki uh, met on Instagram, another Instagram friend that I made. And I was like, yo, you're dope. You should come on my show and we should talk about some shit. Let's do it. And she was like, I'm down. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) Um, But this is what um, Bluntly Black Girls is all about. Just talking to other bluntly black smokers out there that um, love to smoke, love being black, and just got some shit to say. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's me. Yes, I love it. Um, so anything else you want to add before we uh, do your to your introduction before we move on? Oh no, that's about it. Okay, sounds good. Let's move on. So. Let's do a quick uh, Tim check. I always like to check in with my um, guests and see how has your mental health been and how's your week been? Um, well, to start off with my mental health, I'll be honest with you. You know, I suffer from PTSD, you know, major depression. And it's been kind of rough, you know, because uh, what was it? Um, the 22nd of August, August, it made a year that my brother was uh, murdered. And literally down the street from my house, so I still, I'm still trying to, how you say it, um, cope. fully green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cope. Like I, be honest with you, I have not accepted it. And like I say to my therapist, you know, you gotta speak the truth. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, you know, like yeah, have That's and part I of the process. And I'm, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for your loss. Thank. Um, and I'm. I'm glad that you uh, are able to recognize that you haven't been able to fully accept it yet because that's part of the process. Um, yeah. If you're truly going to feel it and go through something and deal with all the emotions and unpack all of that, you have to be able to acknowledge where you're at in those that unpacking. So that's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. I wish you the absolute <laughs> most best in oh, figuring you. out how to how to get through this thank you thank you yeah mm-hmm. uh, my week has been pretty fine i tell you that <laughs> well that's good to know yeah yeah, yeah. what how, how what has made your week uh <laughs> huh after i started a whole new job this week and it's it's pretty awesome there there you go congratulations thank you i i feel like we're a little bit of kindred spirits here because i'm starting a new job tomorrow I'm very excited wow. about, yeah. Yeah, see? Yes. Boom, let it come. Why would you think it's mine? Exactly. I was, and that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, if nothing else, I I am not going to say that I'm thankful for COVID at all. <laughs> but Ooh. if I had to find a silver lining, COVID made me get uncomfortable enough to finally make a move that I knew I needed to make. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so it kind of gave me that last little push. Like without COVID, I would not be going into this new position. So yeah. for that, I am thankful. So you got to find oh. a silver lining somewhere, huh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, congratulations! I wish you all the best and all the money Ooh, in this yeah. new position. All <laughs> <laughs> you know that right. <laughs> Um. Okay, what are you? Uh, what are you smoking? Actually, <coughs> I just picked this up the other day. It is uh, sour OG cheese. I've never heard of that sour OG cheese. <laughs> like yeah, I, when she Shredder? said, I like cheese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. Like I don't know about that trip because <laughs> I'd never heard of it. And yeah, it literally says it right here. I don't know if you can see it, but it's sour OG Kush. And it is a indica, which is, that's that's me all day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my favorite. But yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty smooth so far. 
Yeah, I was um I was gonna ask what kind of uh you so you're an Indica girl. Yeah. Do you um But I like um Stictivia. I go by the basic, you know, Stictivia during the day, Indica at night and hybrid anytime. <laughs> right. So you kinda mix it up all over the place. Yes, but uh Indica is my favorite. Does it uh make you tired, make you sleep or it just kinda mellows you out? Uh, it does all three to be completely honest, but <laughs> I'm I'm being serious, like like I have a hard time sleeping and staying asleep mm-hmm. and <laughs> soon as a joint is lit, I'm out of there. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if I have to have one full one and I know I'm going to sleep, that's like a, a guarantee and for me that's that alone is that's a blessing. Like I I have to use that. <laughs> Yeah, because, well, I'm, I could probably be a professional sleeper if I wanted to. <laughs> so, um, I've never particularly um, had that problem on a regular basis. But there have been times where I'm just like, I cannot sleep. And it's the most annoying thing in the world. It is so annoying to be physically tired, but just, and just laying there with your eyes closed and can't be going, can't go to sleep. Exactly. Like, I and get not- frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I used, I used to um, take deep with, you know, the little, oh, oh my God, it's D8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It got to a point where that wasn't working fast enough for me. Yeah, see. <laughs> so, and so we move over to the marijuana. Oh, yeah. And it'll work every time. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I try to tell people that. That it's not just you know what I'm saying. Like I, you know, even on my YouTube, I'm just now starting to. Well, it's been a year now. I've converted over to speaking more about it. You know, it's not just you're gonna be high all day, and because <clears throat> some people compare it to crack, which is yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's, a, that's a crazy comparison. I, I know, and I'm like, no, it it doesn't do that. Like it doesn't do that. I'm serious. Like, it's I'm like back serious. when it, like the, the D.A.R.E. campaigns and weed oh, is the yeah. gateway drug. And I'm like, mm, no, 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 no. Never wanted to try crack or heroin or any of that. Like, no, 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 no. None exactly. of the other stuff. Like, I'm perfectly happy where I am. So I feel like you guys all lied to me. That's how I feel. Yeah, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, because I, I try to be like, well, matter of fact, I know, you know, some people still think that way, which is crazy. I had to explain a test matter off the other day. I was like, you know, it's not, you don't just smoke it. You can eat it. You can cook with it. You can, you can do a lot of stuff and it fixes a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great thing. Um, so, you have any munchies over there? Yeah, you know, I ate <laughs> the white crispies. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, <laughs> I had an edible one. It was a piece of it, but I had the actual one that's unmedicated. <laughs> and I got old candy in here, some cherry heads. Cherry heads. Man, yeah. I'm, you know, um, Halloween is coming, and... What was your favorite Halloween candy when you were like little? Oh, I loved um 
I love Reese's. That that was that was That's everything. what everyone says. Like I feel like I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like Reese's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the last person, I think the last two people I had on the show said something about Reese's. My roommate, she was like, "Yeah, I went to the store and I got some Reese's." I was like, "Oh, I don't eat those." <laughs> I know. Every reaction is me. Right, everyone does. I do not like chocolate and peanut butter together. Oh, okay. I can get the just. I I tear it up. I even every Reese's I get, I have a ritual that goes with. (laughs) Mm, Yes, gotta have it. I bite around it and like, yeah, I'm one of them people. I got a whole ritual. I love Reese's. That's, That's it. I always gave those away. My cousins would get so happy because I'm like, here, you can have this one. You can have this one. Yeah. That's funny you say that because, like, when I was younger, we would trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I say, you have more reasons than me, oh, we trade. I'm going to give you be Mike and Ike's or this uh, candy corn. I'm trading all Ooh, that. Ooh, candy corn's <laughs> disgusting. I'm glad we agree because yeah. I can't stand that. Not a huge fan of Mike and Ike's either. Like I made like one or two here or there, but I'm not a huge fan of them. Yeah, I. I don't even know what my favorite candy would have been. I just like fruity candy, so anything that wasn't chocolate. Oh. Yeah, but I didn't like candy corn. I like those little sour straws. Those ones, those are really good. They're like. I blue. think I. Know. I forget I what they're I called, know. and they have like the sugar on the outside. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like. I those. love them. We sell them up the street from here, um, Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and you can drink out of the bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, man, what are kids gonna do for Halloween this year? You know, I just asked my kids that the other day. I like, well, no, they brought it up to me actually. It was like, are we going to trick or treat? And I said. Is COVID real? <laughs> right. Like, mm-mm. I have a funny relationship with my kids, you know, but I was like, no, nah, we're not going. And I was like, uh, I said, matter of fact, what y'all can do, I'm going to buy a lot of candy and I'm going to go sit on the porch. You're going to walk the block round and around and come get the same candy from me. <laughs> <laughs> and they bust out laughing. I'm serious, man. We're not going to nobody. I don't care. Like, I'm not about to play with COVID. I don't mm-hmm. want a problem. Right, and I'm not passing out candy to nobody because I don't want to be that close to you or your child. So, exactly. mask or not, I just, I prefer not to. But again, I actually, I actually don't pass out candy anyway. I normally go to my mom's house and she'll pass out candy, but we make her answer the door. Yeah. Um, but I doubt that they'll be doing that this year. It's crazy. Yeah, this I year is like, it. yeah. It's we gotta just it's cut it. Like I told people, yeah, I didn't, awesome. I didn't turn thirty one this year. I'm still thirty because twenty twenty don't count. Hey, <laughs> for oh, don't get twenty twenty eight. Look, if <laughs> I didn't get to celebrate my birthday, does it did it really happen? No. Exactly. <laughs> um. Um, you want to do our high blessings? Let's do our high blessings. Let's move on to high blessings. So, 
the high blessings is the portion of the show where we give our affirmations for the day of the week or whatever month year moment five seconds whatever amount of time we feel um um so do you want to do your high blessing first oh sure i'll go first mine has been um to to meditate more like like really get into it instead of just you know trying to sit there i want to be fully focused i've been you know, just trying to really get into that and, you know, also learn to let things go, let things go, I'm sorry, and accept, you know, and fully grieve. That's all, that's what mine's been for a while now. Mm-hmm. And you got to just keep speaking that over yourself until it comes true. Exactly. Yes. Um, I affirm those things for you as well. And I hope that they come to you as in the moment that you need them the most. Thank you. Yes. Um, my high blessing uh, is I am affirming a abundance of joy, of friendship, of money, of experience, of knowledge, mm-hmm. of all the positive things that I want. Um, in this new journey that I'm about to go on at this new job. So that is my affirmation for the day is an abundance of all the things that I'm looking forward to. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. That's as I hope you get it all and some. Right? I hope so. It will be so. Exactly. It will be so. Okay. Um, we can kind of get into this, this blunt talk. So today we are just talking um, about being a medical marijuana patient. Now, I'm in California, so we, um, it's recreationally legal here. So I no longer have to worry about going to get my card. But when it wasn't legal here, I did go get my card. Um, it was, it was literally, it was so easy. It was, it, it was so easy. Um, so now, but I know that's here in California, right? So Kiki is a medical marijuana patient in Florida. She got her license, um, August of last year. Um, so it's been a little over a full year. How does it feel your, your weed anniversary? Like it just passed. (laughs) I do celebrate it too. Look. Right, see, there you go. It's your weed anniversary. But I know I'm still. It's been it's been a blessing because having to sneak and buy something that you know helps you was annoying, beyond annoying. Mm-hmm. It was it's pretty fucked up to be honest with you. But now you know, like like having that card, I couldn't wait to slap it down at the first dispensary I went to. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm yes, I'm ready. <laughs> But yes, it's 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 been a blessing. Like that's the the biggest word I can that I can relate to. So, um, what what made you decide to use medical marijuana? Like, were you smoking before? You know, it was even medical was released or legalized, um, or was this something that you discovered after it was legalized? Actually. <laughs> 
I'm what, 33 now? And I've been doing it like forever since I was not supposed to be doing it. <laughs> okay, so like, you're, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, we're more alike than <laughs> I thought. I was like, yes, when did you start? <laughs> so probably okay. like high school? Uh, a little shorter than that for me. I was, I thought I knew everything. <laughs> see, there you go. It was and so um was was medical marijuana when was it legalized in in florida um it was actually legalized a little bit before i got my car it wasn't even a full year mm-hmm. that it was i don't think it was a full year that because beforehand it was just like word of mouth we may you know florida may legalize it well, medical marijuana. And, um, you know, it was talks and talks. So I definitely say it was, it, it was a year. It had to be. It was a year before I got my car. So what made you decide to finally go get your car? Um, be bluntly with you, but that's the name. There man. you go. I like, see, look at that. Look at that plug right there. That's my girl. That's why you got to show. See, <laughs> got my back. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so that kind of leads into my next question. How does it how does marijuana help you? Um, it helps me with my depression or you know, whole PTSD. It helps me and it has been helping me kind of grieve too at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard anybody admit that. Like 
was my brother. You know, like I explained to you, he was murdered. And this person is, is um, she's in jail now. And thanks to people, let me dial back a little bit. Thanks to some people who weren't with that uh, snitches get snitches thing. Shut your, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It was some people that were brave enough and give it didn't give a damn who found out. They came forth and told the truth, and we were able to get that person like uh, two days later. Mm-hmm. Good. Two days later, and it's you know to go back again. It's been helping me kind of grieve because at the same time, my brother taught me everything there was to know about we. Period. <laughs> like. When I'm being serious. Like when I would go and buy it from someone, I'm bringing my own skin. That type of <laughs> you're not. Girl, you have to. So back in them days, you had to. Like, hold on, no, bruh, 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 bruh. It's a little bit sharp. Exactly. A little bit sharp. Exactly. <laughs> and if I ain't rolling, I ain't smoking. If I ain't see rolling, then I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he taught me everything from knowing my measurements, like from knowing, you know. Time bad from a nit bad, you know, like yeah. he taught me everything. But besides that, he was, he was, he was my protector. Our dad passed when I was like one, and he was two. We were super close in age. Mm-hmm. We were super close. But it's helping me grieve with like fully. I don't want to say letting go. I just can't use that word, but fully know that he's not here. Exactly. You know? Exactly, mm-hmm. and I um I even still have our last text message in my phone. I don't have the heart to erase it. I can't do it. I still have um like like I said the last message, which was powerful. Which when I go back and read that, sis, it does something to my heart. It doesn't harm me anything, but it it makes me realize like you never know what the hell somebody's going through. Mm-hmm. You never know when the last time you gonna speak to them or none of that. But the last message literally said, and I don't mind sharing because this could help somebody else. He said, Keanu, which is, that's my real name, he said, I'm just checking up on you. Just checking up on you. I text him back. I, was, I text like a, a crazy emoji. I, well, you know, what's, I'm good. What about you? And he was like, good. And freaking a week later, my mother was gone. Mm-hmm. Ne- no matter of fact, it wasn't even a full week. It was like four days. And I kept that message, like, you know, because all my life I always feel like I wasn't checked on enough. I do the checking. What's, what's that word people say? Uh, the strong ones. Yeah. You know, the ones that don't get checked on, but they doing the check. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. You know, I have people call me now to this day. Just, you know, talk about what they're going through, and I listen. And not once have I ever really heard anybody do the same for me. It was rare. And so that that message means a lot to you. That's something that you should keep. Yeah, and eat you know, and and just know he's always checking on you. That's facts. I plan mm-hmm. on starting um, <clears throat> but that's a hit. But <laughs> <laughs> but I plan on starting my sleeve, like my tattoo, with that pen on it. Just checking on you. Just checking. Yeah. And I just can't wait. I haven't even started because I only have two, which is one right here and one on my other arm. I'm just ready to get just wow. But yeah, I want to get I want to get at least a half sleeve, but I'm also terrified of needles, so we'll see. You know what? That's what I want to. I want a full sleeve, but I can't 
can't sit the entire time. I can't do it. Um, mine will definitely be done in sessions. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to start off half sleep and kind of work the way. Like, I want everything covered. Like, even mm-hmm. here, this mm-hmm. little this little piece, mm-hmm. I want that covered. <laughs> yep, that. all of that. So, um, how does how does smoking make you feel? Like, what does it make you feel like inside, and what does it make you feel like about yourself? Well. Weed makes me feel more uh, confident, crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like, since I'm, I feel like I always worry, but mainly with my own family, uh, what they worry about me, I mean, what they think about me, am I doing this right, am I raising my kids? As uh, soon as I hit, I be, I find I don't really worry about it, I really don't give a damn. That's helped me come to the point now. I feel that way when even when I'm not smoking. So that's definitely what it does for me. It makes me feel wonderful. It's <laughs> 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 like I generally feel good. Like you know, like I'm calm. Like whew, it's it's been everything. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it goes along with my theory that overthinkers tend to like indica more because it calms down your brain. Um, yes. Unless you not worry about things as much, um, and then yes. people who are—I um, don't want to say lazy, but like more laid back—tend to go for sativa because that gets them up and going. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I said earlier. You know, I used to TV during the day because when yeah. I got to work, I need to be ready yeah. to chase and run and hybrid kind of midday. And indica at night, cause that's how you know. Like when the day slows down for me, when I've made everybody dinner, done with work, I overthink like hard all day long. And then when it comes time to, you know, <laughs> I be calm. Right, good to go. Brain can yeah. shut down for a minute, <laughs> for a few mm-hmm. hours. So, um, tell us about your experience becoming a medical marijuana consumer. Like, how does that work in Florida? Okay, um, so how it work is, it's this, it, like now certain doctors can't prescribe it to you. Like not every single doctor can. Like they have to go to a whole, like, they have to take up like a few classes. Like they have to get certified and being able to, you know, provide it. So you have to go to those certain doctors in your area. It could only be like two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you basically, you pick a doctor, you call, set an appointment. It's like an actual, like, physical. Not like they give you a physical, but you get there, and literally, my process was easy. I just answered him three questions, and he asked, you know, at towards the end of the appointment, he asked, why do I think I, you know, what it'll do for me, and why do I want to? And I answered, and then, you know, I left. And then you don't find out that day. Because I've heard in other places, you can only walk in a place, say that's what you won't pay for to keep moving here. It's a whole freaking doctor visit, which is $199. Jesus. It's $199 to see the doctor. Now, that's not for your actual medical marijuana car. That's a whole nother price. <laughs> that's all. Yes. Do you see my so, face? <laughs> like, yeah. What? The whole process, I shoot you nice, the whole freaking process. You pay that 
$199 to see that doctor. And he can either approve you or deny you. I shit you not, sis. I'm just shit you not. If he chooses to deny you, then you don't get your card. Can you, like, reapply? Uh, that depends on the doctor you go to. That's why you got to weave in through these doctors. You got to figure out which one you feel is a good doctor that's going to be honest with you. And that one that's just, I agree <coughs> You know, if they deny you, you got, I think it's, I can't remember the exact number, but I'm not even sure if you can reapply. I'm not even sure. I'm going to have to find that one out. But if he decides to approve you, you basically go online to, you know, I think it's florida.gov, medical marijuana. I think that's it. But you go on there and you apply for the call. The doctor just gives you the yes, you are sick enough to get it, or no, I don't think it'll help. If he says yes, then you go apply to that site. And that's how you get your, your medical marijuana card, like everything. You type in the small application, which is like all of, I think maybe six questions besides putting your name and address. And um, you go, you, you stop, you apply online, you do it. And then a few days later, we're feeling maybe like, um, depending on the place, them, they can be a little lazy here in Florida. Just saying. But depending on when they send you that email back, it's a, you got approved. And they'll be sending the card in the mail. But you can take that approval email to any dispensary and you can start purchasing. It's like that. Now, the card is $75. <laughs> yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, let me back that up. $77.52. I ain't that <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> said, don't forget my change. <laughs> you, right. I don't be playing like that. But yeah, once you get approved, you get the car, you go to a dispensary. And another thing that I know a lot of people here in Florida do not know because my ass didn't know. I didn't find out to uh, see, it's my one year anniversary. So I didn't find out till August that you have to, actually, not even August, like, midway after like six months after that you have to pay $99 I think every six months so it's basically like filling up your refill of medication to that doctor that you went to you gotta pay them $99 every, every six, six months hit you not so it's like every a renewal six every six months yeah and it has to be done in time you know what I'm saying wow it has to be you literally have to keep up with that shit. It's a full process. Like, I'm due to do that in October. October. Which is how I mean, in October, but hey, I ain't asking. <laughs> but it's in October when I have to go back to the doctor and pay $99. You know what I'm saying? And boom, then my prescription is filled. So if you don't go and pay that 99 uh, the $99, you go to the dispensary and be looking stupid when they don't let you in the back. <laughs> because so, you didn't use your refill. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, is it like your card don't work no more or you just don't have no more space on your card? Your card don't work no more and you don't have no space. Jesus. Like it's, yes, it's like, you know how you swap your credit card. You think you thought you had something, but yeah. But yes, yeah, like, if you, you know... Pay that $99, you, it keeps it filled up. Because here we, 
we can't just go by like a like a trash bag full of you know. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We can't do that here because I've seen pictures of people in California where they walking out like bags like this. <laughs> yeah, but most of those people like they didn't get it from a regular club because there's still a cap on how much you can buy at once. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause here we literally there's a certain amount. Like, let me show you that fact. It kind of give the people you know that's listening the idea. Let's see. Um, see this right? Like this size bag. Like, uh, this is three point five grams. Yeah, right? yeah, we have those. Yeah. Well, it's a, only a certain amount of these that we can buy within a short span of time. Say, like, like me now, I can go in and buy 20 of these, right? Just random number, 20 of these, and I don't reach my cap. For how long? For every news every month. Oh, that's a month? Mm-hmm. That's a random number, 20. But say, like, I can go and buy 20 more of these. If I buy all 20 today on, what's today, the 7? Then I will, for the rest of the month, I can't buy no more. That is crazy. You get what? It's crazy. It's a whole fucking process. That's why I listen. It teaches you how to stretch. <laughs> I cannot even imagine. I can't do that. It's hard for me. So I take and buy. And this is how I do it. Not everybody does like you. Know, like I do. Like I will buy a few of these and a lot of these. This is pre-roll. And a couple of those. And, you know, and I'm straight for like two weeks at the max. I keep it cool. I can go back and back and back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, I'm on. Because I'm going to fly through 20 of them in a matter of Girl, <laughs> that is crazy. Mm-hmm. I never knew. Like, I feel like I'm learning so much right now. And what I'm learning, what you were telling me right now is that, girl, we got a good at California. Like, I'm going to let you keep going. But after you finish all this, I'm going to tell you how, how things used to work here and how they work now. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, what else? I'm not. I'm intrigued. What else? How? Like, what other little weird things do they make y'all do? Oh my god! Like, say like um, let me see. Besides paying them damn prices, you can pretty much go into any dispensary, which is why like now they're kind of um, what is it? Uh, like this dispensary is called Move. This one. That's more of like the higher end one, fancy. Like they let you look at the bud literally before you even buy it type of shit. Then you can go down to another one, which they pretty good. But as far as like the last two weeks, they haven't had any, like at all. All they have is the creams and the the topical and stuff like that. We are just not within like, um, let me see. Oh my God. Was that like a week, a week and a half ago? We just got legalized for edibles. Yeah, I heard that. That's crazy. So I literally had to set a whole nother, ooh, a whole nother fucking appointment just to go back to the doctor and be like, hey, can I get that? Can I can I buy edibles? Oh, you have I, to get a whole nother thing for just oh, edibles? Yes. yes. Ooh. And let, let me let me dial back. Now, this was a week and a half ago. We just not, we're, like, people in Florida just not, like, finding out that, oh, we can do it. I had to go and call my doctor and, you know, be like, hey, so can I purchase, and, you know, am I, can I buy that too, like edibles? And, you know, and he says, yes, I think that'll work for you. Because, like, some people can only buy the cream or only buy the pill. 
they can't like buy the bomb. That's you know crazy. I'm I'm I, I am literally certified. They have to be certified desperate. I'm literally certified. Thank you God for everything. Whether it's um you know like my favorite of course the bud or whether I want to vape uh what's the the wax all that. Some people aren't you. They can only smoke or they can only you know what I'm saying do certain stuff. You That's... have to get certified for everything. Mm-mm. I would never survive. Let me tell you right now. I would never survive in Florida with these type of laws. Now, let me tell you about California. Okay. So, when it was medical marijuana only before recreational was legalized, you had to go to a doctor, but there, and there were special doctors. But it was literally like, I walked in, there's a waiting room with no lie, like 20 people. You... Wow. You pay for the the card before you even see the doctor. Damn. Like, I paid for everything. It was like 60 bucks. And then you go back with the doctor. He says, okay, why do you need medical marijuana? Oh, I have headaches. Oh, I can't sleep. Oh, I am Like, whatever. You pick anything. Like, and they even give you, like, when you fill out the paperwork, they give you a form that says, which of these are the reasons why you want to take Wow. And so you just go in, you would repeat that. He's like, okay, sign off. And then you'd go into the room, they'd give you your card, and you walk out. Whole process took maybe an hour. Yeah, damn, y'all. And you walk out with your card. Oh, my God, yo. It's a whole whole process took me a bump. No, you walk out with your card. Maybe takes an hour. And then um, you can go to any any dispensary and you can buy and there's no restrictions on what you can buy you can buy wow. anything like i've never heard about restrictions on what you can buy i didn't even know that was a thing um there's a limit on the amounts and i don't know what the amounts are because i never bought that much so yeah. they're pretty high amounts but the um, the the limit is for the day so you can yeah. go and it's only for that club so I can go to this club and get like the max amount and then I can go to mm-hmm. another club and get the max amount. Like, and there's clubs everywhere. And Damn. then the next day you can go back to those same clubs and still get more. So the limit's only for the day. Damn. So like, That's- I, I, you, I, what? Ration out my weed? <laughs> like, yeah. excuse me. They do. It's like government cheese back in the day. You know? <laughs> what is the world? That's crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, they, they have you over here, Oliver. Can I have some more? Right. <laughs> Can I have some more, sir? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Like I, I would have never even imagined. And then, um, you renewed it every year. Um, not every six months, and it was only like sixty bucks. I think maybe the second year that I did it, I think it went up to eighty bucks or something like that. Or maybe the the like the original card is eighty bucks, and then the renewal is sixty bucks, something like that. Um, but it's every year, and that's it. Like that's it. Oh my! God. That pro- what what I would not give that yeah. process. Yeah, and now that and now that it is um, recreational, you don't even need a card. You can go into any dispensary as long as you have a valid ID or passport. Wow, 
Yeah. Here, they won't even let you in the door without seeing it first. Yeah, no, they will. As long as you have ID, then you can go inside. Now, um, people that do have the medical cards, they can have more than people who just have it recreational. But even still, it's not like the amount. I don't. The amount is big enough to where you don't need to buy that much in one day when you can always go back the next day. Yeah. So it's that's just woo, girl. I can't even, even even imagine. It's something else I forgot to mention. They freaking like that list you were saying. Like you tell them what's wrong, you know, why you need it. That list you were talking about. Mm-hmm. No, that's baby. We got a list, all right. <laughs> but you gotta have like I think it's like twelve things on that list that if you don't have nothing on that twelve list. You can't even qualify for it. No, there can't was even- no, like, they went through the process of, like, oh, what's wrong with you? But you never got, like, literally the doctor was sitting in there watching soap operas. Like, not even paying wow. attention. He's, like, watching soap operas, and he's like, okay, what's wrong with you? Why do you need it? Oh, you have headaches? Okay, here you go. Signs it. Here you go. Next person. He's watching TV while he's doing this because nobody ever got denied. As long as you checked off one of the boxes. You're that's good. Great. Yeah. And um, that's why I was like, you guys actually get denied? Like, that's a thing? I've never heard mm-hmm. of somebody getting denied. You can really get denied. Like, if you go in there and be like, um, oh, like, I got a headache. Like, say, I, I got a headache. They'd be like, <laughs> right, get your ass out of here. You don't need no car. Boom. They're like, denied. You can be de- If you don't show, and then they want to look in your medical record. Mm-mm. Like, girl, I shit you not. No. Your doctor, who, you know, who you went to go see to try to get the car, they have to look at your medical records. I'm sorry. They look at it, and if what you say matches to what that medical record shows, then you fire. You know, you not fire, but you, you got it. You can go ahead. You get approved. And that's, like me, prime example. For me, I see a whole nother doctor. I've been with this doctor since, you know, I gave birth two years ago. And I mentioned it to him. You know, he's not one of the doctors that prescribe it that I was going to do. He's like, you know, if it's going to work, you know, try it. So I had to go and find another doctor that's not my main doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he like a side chick. <laughs> yeah, well, it's we like, had a... Yeah. <clears throat> We had to find another, well, not find another doctor, but you have to go to a specific location. But that's literally all this man does is he sits there and he signs these papers all day and gives people cards all day. Like that, he, he, because I remember talking to people in the office, like he quit his practice, his actual doctor practice and just did this and was making more money. Damn, I believe that. Yeah. But I mean, now it doesn't matter. Now it doesn't matter because you don't need... You know, I'm still. I'm sure there's still some people who get their licenses and stuff, but you really don't need it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it's like people out here doing that. That shit is super lame because it's people out here who, who, who really need it and they don't get approved. They get denied because the doctor feel like, you know, maybe it didn't match the medical records or maybe she just, you know, bullshit making up stuff. Like, and there's people out here who running games saying, "Oh, I have PTSD," and they really don't. They just want to buy weed, so they went that route about it. And they get approved in the person who needs it, though. That happens a lot now. That That's shit makes crazy. me mad. I can't wait till things change. I 
Matter of fact, I know something will change with that. Yeah, I mean that that is you wow. Like <laughs> I literally almost have no words because that is just crazy. I would have never even thought. I feel so uh privileged <laughs> living in California <laughs> because I would not have survived your guys' yeah, uh I know people who who have literally moved out of Florida to go to California for that reason only. I, I don't blame them because mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if the feeling having to pay this this nine one hundred and ninety nine and this ninety nine dollars, and and once you see that doctor after the first time, it's it goes from one ninety nine to ninety nine dollars. But who has that type of money to be paying every single every you know, six months? You? That's crazy, and I used to get mad about paying the sixty dollars every year. <laughs> yeah, and I, the doctor that I went to, I shoot you not this year. When it came time for me to, um, well, no, last year when I paid the first time I had to pay the $99 to him to be, you know, basically get my refill, I didn't even see him. I paid the money to the uh, clerk up front. Mm-hmm. It's like, you ain't even seen me and I think I paid that? Nah. No, I think we still had to go back there and see him, but it was it was the same thing. Oh, what do you need it for? Oh, this is a renewal. Okay, here you go. Take your paper. Bye. You yeah, in that's... you in the waiting room waiting for them to call your name longer than you are actually in there with the doctor. That shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now, and like I said, and now it's recreational, so you literally you just have your ID and you walk in and you're good to go. Damn. So like, like how's y'all law there? Like, was the whole police thing? Because even here, we still get pressure. Like, we so... have to have the freaking. Oh my god, you see like this, right? It has my name, my daughter's name, and you know, you know, what's in here. Like I can't be caught without this stick. Like I can take this off and I'm fucked if I get pulled over or question anything. Yeah, I, I mean we had that when it was medical only. Um it was the same thing, like it was because it was a prescription. Um mm-hmm. it had to have your name on every single piece and stuff like that. Um but nobody ever was really checking for that, or at least that I ever saw. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like anybody was really worried about it. Like, the 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 dispensaries did it because, you know, they're required to, but I don't think people really cared about it. Um, but they... They can't... Um, I know that they cannot search your car because they smell weed anymore. They just passed that. Um in, I think, Alameda County um, out here. Um, But besides that, like, if you give reason for them to think that you're under the influence, like, while driving or something, it's just, it's basically just, like, drunk driving. Um, But but it can't be just because I smell weed. You know what I mean? It can't just because of just smell. But yeah, but otherwise there's yeah, you can walk down the you can walk down the street with it. You can't or you're not supposed to um like just be walking down the street smoking it, but you can have it on you. Um yeah. but I mean people smoke it all the time like literally just walking down the street and you'll smell people smoking or driving down the street. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean it's pretty free. Who is tight here? It's pretty That's free. Crazy. You need to you need to take a trip. You need to take a trip out here once COVID is over. Take a vacation. That's my plan. 
and just feel the free the freedom and you know and you know we got good shit so like Listen, I be on Instagram like, damn, man, they shit look wavy. Right. And that's why you be seeing the people with them big old bags is because more than likely they're from the actual farms. Like, for them to have those big-ass bags, they're not getting those from the actual dispensaries. Um, they're getting those, like, from the farms, uh, meaning they know somebody or something like that. So um, that's where – and we have farms everywhere out here. So, damn. Yeah. We, I, don't, I couldn't tell you where one was at here. I'm telling you, it's treated like fucking top notch secret. Yeah. Like you don't know where it's coming from, basically. Most of most of the brands that um, I was trying try to try new brands, um, and most of them are always almost always from out from California. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And a good. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fucking awesome. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if I, if I said what I was smoking today, I, today I have, um, it's flow Kana. It's a pre-roll and this one was blue chem Valley and, um, flow Kana is in California too. That's what, that's what made me just remember that. But yeah, but it's, it's pretty good. It's a sativa. Of course. It's what I stick to. Um, and it has a very earthy flavor to it, which is pretty interesting. Um, not necessarily my favorite, but I, I wasn't mad at it, so. So it was still decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I'm, <laughs> I'd say I'm pretty guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. So it works. It doesn't get me like, I'm fucked up high, but. Yeah, this is how I feel right now. This little, what I said? Sour OG cheese. It's, it's, the cheese. Yeah. The cheese. it's the cheese. It's the cheese. It is sour OG cheese. I just knew I was gonna be hit with Kush, but no, cheese. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, how does your family and friends and stuff feel about you smoking? Do they know, or do you have to hide it? Um, I said when I was younger, I had to hide it, but. Now that I'm, you know, 33, I, they, I don't have to hide her at all because they do it too. Right. <laughs> Look, I, I, I firmly believe that a family that smokes together does everything together. Oh my God. Yo, I'm just recently finding this out. Oh my God. Like, it, you, every gathering we have now is always, you know, that separate table. Got a little, hey, you got the munchies as you coming in or leaving out. We got our own freaking table set up for when you leaving or coming in with mm-hmm. munchies. You know, like we do everything now. Movies together. Yeah. Well, now, the whole corona going on. But right. We do a lot more food together because all of us ain't no more like being at the Thanksgiving table and looking at that one cousin. Right. <laughs> That's giving them the look like, let's go. Let's go to the like, right, yeah. right. We, we, what y'all need in the kitchen today? I, I can go get it. Oh, they just want to got No, you need something. Yeah. You need something. What you need? I'll go get it. <laughs> exactly. Like, my family is like, so, so we're blowing after this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's match. That's our favorite. That's the word everywhere now. Mm-hmm. We be in the store. 
Suffering. So, did you did you tell them, or did they just know, or like how was that like the first time, like smoking with your family, or them knowing you smoke? Well, it was kind of they just hit me with the question. Oh, so you, oh, so you smoke? They just literally asked, and I was like, I was even kind of I don't want to say scared, but I was a little sketchy to say yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I literally I had a feminine to say. Okay, and lit up. <laughs> and we smoked right there together. It's like, if I'd known that it was already this fine, I would have been here. Right. <laughs> I'd have right. been here. I had nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed about. There are some people who are literally ashamed to tell parents. I mean, they could be grown and still ashamed to tell their parents that they do. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. And I feel like it's not something that anybody should be ashamed for. Like, even people that just do it recreationally, but especially people who do it for medicinal reasons, like it literally can be the key to unlocking a lot of things for a lot of people, whether that's their minds, their emotions, you know, or whatever. Um, It's just, it's a good thing, damn it. And so there's nothing to be ashamed of. It should be celebrated. It should be embraced. Um, you can still be the shit and smoke literally every day. Like there's the, it doesn't mean who you are. Um, so yeah. So point of the show, I went off on a little tangent there. See, see, that's what happens when, (laughs) that's what happens when you're high and you're doing shit. You just, you just get ideas and you got to say them all. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So speaking of ideas, um, tell us about your YouTube channel, Just Kiki eighty seven. Um, what made you decide to start doing a YouTube channel? What's the goal of your channel? Just give us more info. Okay. Well, what originally made me start doing it was, I'll be completely honest. Here it is. I'm gonna say it. Money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm being honest because a lot of people will not, you can even pay them to say that that's why they started their YouTube channel. It's almost like an unwritten rule. You can't say that's why. Me personally, I, I started my channel because at the time I was a single mom of two and I was still dancing on the side, stripper. Yes, mm-hmm. I said it. I was still doing my thing and I was like, I don't want to have to keep, you know, taking my clothes off to get this certain amount of money, like, I want to, I want to do this, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and I started, like, I, it was, it was like a whole process for me, like, I started, like, really left basically, for real, <laughs> that's how I did it, and tell us about, what, uh, what's the goal of your channel, or what's it about? Well, it's about, I've, I've done a variety of things, like, like, my last pregnancy of, I did a whole, like, um, what's that word? Um, pregnancy vlogs. Down to showing mom how to manage having diaper, like a, a whole diaper plan. That's where you, you don't run out of diapers. I've done every, it followed my whole pregnancy. I've done, um, you know, like DIY videos, all types. Just recently, and especially makeup. Like, I'm barefaced now, but I've done makeup looks on there. My channel is the one channel that I feel like 
you get all type of audiences, you get all type of people. And I'm just now coming into the stoner community, which is, I got to say. We the shit, we the shit, I know, I know. I'm talking about, I've been getting, like, I am, I don't even even remember that, but I'm at 1,130 subscribers on there. And I've had this channel for over, over five years. And I'm just not reaching that because it's fucking stoner community. When I tell you, we, I can say we now because I'm in there. Right. When I tell you, <laughs> they show fucking love without judging, without, like, like I posted one video and I must have, I put too much of, you know, like a number off my, you know, my medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you know, write this out, take that out. They don't go and spread it everywhere. Stoner community has been a blessing. I'm getting way more, a little more views, like, not like, I'm nowhere near even in the hundred, but I'm getting more love. Like I don't made friends strictly off of my YouTube channel mm-hmm. that I kick it with, you know, via text message. They live way in another country or way in another state. Like it has been a blessing to make that turn in my channel. Like I'm even more excited to make videos now and edit them. I take my time. Before I was just rushing trying to make sure I get what this certain amount of group want to see or, or this person. But now I'm just. I'm chill with it. I smoke it and all that. You can start this if you go and check out my channel, you'll you'll see that change. Mm-hmm. And like even in my attitude, like I'm on there smoking. Now you catch me in there smoking and maybe watching TV. It's like all type of stuff. And my goal is to be able to um reach more people. Be able to have a conversation like I say on there, it's positive vibes here. You know, as soon as you start not agreeing with something somebody says like like you disrespecting them, there's a chance to get blocked. Because I want nothing but positive vibrations on my channel. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody, I want people to, be, to speak freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's what my channel Yeah, you know, you got enough negativity in the world, uh, you know, that you can't control. So if you're in a space that you can control, why not make it positive? Exactly. Like, I've met people on there who, who were afraid to like, cause I, I'll talk about my PTSD on there and I'll talk about going to therapy, you know, seeing the actual real psychiatrist. I'll talk about that stuff on there. And I talk about, I talked about this one medication that, um, no, that what the side effects, it was a depression medication, Remeron, I think. And I got on there and I was honest about the side effects of it, like what it did to my body and why, you know, I was like, I can't do it. It actually helped other people out. Like, I've had comments in that video where people say, I was afraid to tell my doctor that, you know, like, it's doing something. They continue to take the medicine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, until they, until it was just unbearable. So yeah. I've had people say they spoke to their doctor. I had some people say, you know, like, I, I don't even want to take this. I'm ready to go on over to weed. Like, that's the type of stuff I look for. So I don't even look for the check. Like I said, I've only been paid for once. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the the non monetary um, rewards are actually most of the time the non monetary rewards are so much more fulfilling than the monetary ones. Um, but it's I true. and I was gonna say I'm so uh, happy and I applaud you for being open and honest, being bluntly black about yeah. um, therapy and you know your PTSD and things like that because the stigma around 
the black community and therapy and mental health um, is so dangerous and so detrimental to us as a community um, and as a pe- as as a collective. Um, I truly believe that we as a power, we black people as a power, could be the greatest thing ever, right? We are what they model themselves after. <clears throat> but I think that one of the things that keeps us apart is the fact that we don't want to admit that we need to deal with certain things in our past and certain things in our mental. And that is a very big reason why um, the oppressor is able to come in and oppress. Yes. Yes. So, we gotta get yes, together. because we cannot come together as one until we can figure us out individually. Exactly. And so I think I applaud you um, and anyone else out there who is open and honest about um, making sure their mental health is taken care of, advocating for other people to make sure that their mental health is taken care of because it is so, so, so important. And I really do think that it's a huge key in um, us rightfully taking our place in in America. Exactly. That's that's so true. That that hit home. That's deep because I feel like people are are ashamed. Well, in our black community, are ashamed to say they go see a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Like a friend, like like a day or two ago, I'm like, yeah, I go once a week because I do. And she's like, girl, you ain't that crazy. But like, that's the thing is like, you don't have a, to be crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> You don't have to be crazy to need somebody to talk to. And like you said, that, people be either, either one, I, even the ones who, who are ashamed to admit it, I still applaud you because at least you're, you're doing the work, you're going. But yeah. there's a lot, a lot of black people who just refuse to even admit that they need to go, let alone actually like taking the time to figure out where their best... Um, where they can go to get that help. Like, yeah. taking that first step, let alone taking the second step of actually going to talk to somebody. So, one, yeah, you should not be ashamed. If you're in therapy, it is a badge that I think that you should wear with honor um, once you're ready, obviously. But it's nothing that you should feel ashamed about. Uh, but I think yeah. that the bigger problem are the ones that don't think that think that you have to be crazy to even go and talk to somebody. Exactly. And you could just go to have a conversation every time I go. And you know, like I said, I go once a week. I always feel like it's a baggage being lifted off my damn shoulders. I leave sometimes crying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ooh. like I don't leave out the building, you know, actually crying. I just step over to, you know, and just feel so relieved because I got it off my back. Mm-hmm. What was bothering me like decades ago or what was bothering me this week, I got it all off. You know, in that time, you know, they can be a little expensive for the time you sit there. Right. But it's really worth it. Like, it feels, it feels so much better to just right. go once a week. And everybody is not, you know, able to go once a week, you know? But for the people that go, no matter the days or, you know, how much you go, it's, it's the point that you win. Mm-hmm. You getting that, you getting that pressure off. You getting that stress off. You, you getting 
you know, the bad things are often basic. Mm-hmm. You really are. It's like meditating to one to a person who can actually see you. Because you know, meditation is to me is something where you can really conversate with yourself. You can actually get through, but instead of doing it to yourself, you actually talk to another person who's not judgmental. Yep, I fully agree. Sometimes you just um need to have somebody listen to you without judgment. And that is what therapy can be for you. And, you know, you can have therapy sessions where you, you just tell them, like, you know what, maybe today you don't necessarily necessarily give me therapy. I just need you to listen to me, right? I just need to just spill my guts and let this off my chest without any interruption, without any judgment. I just need that. And I guarantee you they you will get that. And that's not always something that you can have with somebody that's your friend or your family member or your significant other because they're too close to you, right? You need somebody who is outside of your circle to be able to feel sometimes comfortable letting all of your emotions free. So there's there's so many positives. There's so many benefits. There's so many different reasons why. But the point is go to therapy. (laughs) Please. Go to therapy. I tell a family member that I say, go, go, sis, go, because I'm telling you, you're going to feel better. Yes. You know, you it's going to answer your questions that you probably have forever, like, why am I so angry all the time now? Why do I cry or why I feel sad? It's going to answer that, you know? Go, right. go to therapy. I agree. I love that. Um, So... To circle back around, because that first second I forgot how we got here. Um, to circle back around, um, go check out Kiki's YouTube page. That's just Kiki87, J U S T K I K I 87 on YouTube. Um, leave her a comment, rate, subscribe, all those fun things, um, and become one of her, one of our new stoner friends. <laughs> um, so. What uh, what do you think about, how do you think women, um, black women specifically, can work to destigmatize medical marijuana and, like, be able to feel comfortable using it freely? Um, what I think about that is we got to come out more. Like, like, even being on Instagram, there are not a lot of us black girls on there. I'm being real. Mm-hmm. Like, on there saying that yes I smoke marijuana I love it this is what I do it's, it's a part of me there are not a lot of us on there Very I think true. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm serious like I have not and I have Lord no longer like to put out no race car but let's let's be blunt about it here we go <laughs> this but is blunt talk yes but yes to be blunt about it I have more white female stoner chicks than I have black female stoner chick. And I'm like, damn. And I purposely sometimes look to try to add and follow, like, come on, come on. And as you can see on my page, and especially in the stories, I shout out a lot of random women and I tag them in them and I make sure I have a picture. You, I'm not doing this for pain, sis. I'm doing this to boost us. We got, we out here. We got a high. And we come out with it. People will start to hopefully see like, hey, she does it, you know what I'm saying? It's helping her. She ain't just doing it for, you know, for shits and giggles. Like, this is what she do. Mm-hmm. If people knew there were more of us, I think it would make a big-ass difference. I really do. I definitely agree I with do. you. Because um, I know when 
I started Bluntly Black Girls. I And even now, I have the same problem. Like you said, like you have to really dig. And don't get me wrong, that we're out there. There are um, yeah. black women stoners. There are black women in cannabis. And it's not unheard of. But like you said, the ratio of black women compared to white women, and even that ratio of black women compared to white men. Yeah. Um, it's so far off that I, I, I can't even, it's mind boggling. Like it's like that emoji where the brain is blowing up. Yeah. And so that made me want to be that person and go find those people and, and be friends with those people so that we can have a community so that we can show other black women like, Hey, you don't have to be ashamed about smoking weed. Like it's a, it's perfectly fine. There's white women, there's white men, there's black men, there's all these other people making all this money off doing this unashamedly or not even making just money off of it, just doing it because it's what they want to do and they don't get the stigma that we get. Um, so why can't we do what they're doing? Like yeah, there's, there's absolutely no reason. Because I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you we can do it better. So. And I know we can. I so. mean, Telling you, we just stop having and being ashamed of it, mm-hmm. and be like, "Yes, this is what I do." It'd be so much, so much better. I, like I said, I look and try to find. You know, like it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, yeah. I'm gonna try to scream, try to show you. Like it's ridiculous. Like I know, I know there's other black stoner chicks like me out here. I know y'all out here, which is why now I'm kind of semi converting my channel to that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I mean. Not, I'm doing everything else, but focus way more on pushing, you know, like, hey, there are black stoner people out here. Girls, specifically, you know, women. We out here. Yes. You know, like, I'm trying to collab. I'm not trying to, I mean, eventually, yeah, I'm going to be making me some coins, but I want to do it freely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be like, hey, this is, um, I don't know, a random name. She's a black female. Of course, I ain't gonna always say black, 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 black. I'm not gonna do that. But I'm gonna make it known, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, follow this person, you know, like. But that's the problem now. But also within the stoner community of us, you know, between us black women, we gotta start helping each other more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Instead of keeping everything to yourself, it's enough out here for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, I done got some little shady shit already, girl. I'm literally at a hundred and something. What is you worry about me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We gotta be it. We can't just be black stoner girls. We gotta be black a community of black stoner yeah. girls. Like that community word is very important because community mm-hmm. builds itself. Like they work together, they help each other, they build one another up. And that's what we need. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to get the foothold that we deserve in this yeah. industry. That's so true. Yes, I agree with everything you're saying. We got to work together and we got to just start doing more of the work. Or we got to work together and we got to um, find more of us and, and, exactly. and show them that this is nothing to be ashamed of. This is something that you should wear proudly and, and admit proudly because you are none of the stereotypical things. And even if you are some of the stereotypical things, so fucking what? Exactly. 
So fucking what? That is who you are. You be you, boo, and you do you to the best of your abilities, and that's all that matters, that you do it while you're high. Yes. Yes, yes. I believe in that wholeheartedly. And the same thing goes for stoner moms. Yeah. This one, like I mentioned when I did my introduction, yes, I am a stoner mom. It is almost like you going straight to hell with gasoline jars on if you say that shit out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I am a stoner mom. And yes, I do. I don't pick up a a, a cup of wine. I pick up a joint. You know? Right. <laughs> I get my break and... I am not ashamed of it. Yes, I agree with all of that. We got to build the community and build each other up and um, make these motherfuckers take us seriously. Okay. Um. So you ever you do you ever use uh do you ever use CBD products or what are your go to products or strains or methods mm-hmm. of smoking? Well, my main method of smoking is, you know, I still roll a blunt here and there, but I usually like to have, like, some type of, um, like, they offer CBD wraps now. It's oh, crazy. Really? Yeah. And I like, um, what is it? What else is it? I don't use, like, old school blunts, like, uh, Dutch Masters or, um. Swishers. You know, yeah, I, I don't use them no more because I found out, like, it actually you fast dabs girl <laughs> Dang, like, I mean, man, i've been looking to try it too this shit is really- crazy dabs are like a whole nother fucking level like i i can barely even explain it because i just cough a lot and then yeah. i, I want to go lay down <laughs> like no matter what strain it is it could be the most energetic sativa i want to go lay down because this yeah. shit just hit me in the head like a baseball bat. But it'd be a dope-ass high, though. Like, See, yeah. I've never even tried That's crazy, but I'm more of an indical girl, like I said. And my favorite strands 
so far is um I love nine pound hammer. Like I like that. It's what? It's not it's called nine pound hammer. The name the nine uh, pound hammy. Yeah, it's it's that sounds I'm interesting. Sounds it's, strong. It's <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a cool in the garden. Woo! <laughs> and I love Tim Dog. I love that one. Yeah, I think that's I the like, one. I think that's what this is. Is uh, oh no, Blue Kim Valley. But yeah, I've had Kim Dog before. I love that's that's spiking up there. And of course, I love me a good old Granddaddy Perp. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> right, the old school. The you that can't is- go wrong. <laughs> exactly. Those three strands you're gonna probably catch on me at all times. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um or the pretty much all that we have for the blunt talk. So, um well why don't you why don't you tell us about like your first time smoking or your first time back smoking? the time we got high you're just like fuck I'm too high my god yo this happened to me this is ties into my own well not ties into but edibles I just had my first one like a week ago was it maybe two weeks yeah two weeks or something it was I was listening <laughs> baby I was like uh uh-uh, uh sis cause my cousin she's like my she's actually my she's like a sister to me and she has, and like like I just told you, keep in mind, we just now getting it legalized or to have edibles a week ago. This was two weeks ago. So it was still technically during the time we were supposed to have it. At that point, it's people selling it to have it. They sell it secretly, little private parties. But she said, she had been telling me for a while, like, you know, you need to try it. So she came outside. I was at her house. Matter of fact, it was when we was going to celebrate my, my brother's one year. So... We actually, before we got in the car, we sat outside, and she brought out this little Ziploc bag. of You know that candy peach rings? Mm-hmm. Gummy peach rings. Those are bomb. I love those. Yeah, gummy O's. That's what it is, gummy O's. And she brought it out, and she, you know how one is about this big, right? Mm-hmm. And like little candy, she ripped it in half and gave me half of it. She said, now, be careful now. It hit, and it hit hard. I was like, <laughs> all right, so I bit it too being a, ooh, baby, I've been into it the first time I had a little pizza. I was like, okay. I see why people will mess around and eat too much and be lit for days. It tastes, it's fucking candy. It tastes just like candy. Mm-hmm. Now, the other half, I ate that bit. I like, I want to feel this. <laughs> then, I can handle it, right? And I started to, when I bit into it, I actually could taste, like, the 
cannabis. I really could. I like. <laughs> Hold on, I don't think that's supposed to happen. <laughs> but right, we went. We ended up going to the site, and you know, where my brother's resting, and I started to feel a little. <laughs> I started to feel a little weird, so I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we were there for like an hour and a half. So we left, and I come home, and I'm coming to the room. Of course, the kids talk my head off, <laughs> and I. I so I, I told him I was coming back to watch TV with him. I went in my room, like, I shit you not. And my um my boyfriend, he was there. And he was just laying on the bed just talking. And he said, I stood there looking like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and just turned around and walked to the bathroom and didn't come out the bathroom for an hour. I was so fucking <laughs> late. <laughs> Yo, I was so late. I was in the shower, ass naked. <laughs> Don't know how I don't know how the fuck I got in there. This is two weeks ago now. It's still in Wait, so were you, fucking... was the water on or were you just standing yeah, in the, the okay. Because when I do, like, when I reach, like, I'm super high and say, like, I don't have a CBD joint, because, you know, that calms your high down. Mm-hmm. Say, like, if I don't have one of them on here, I turn that shower on and get in that cold water and try to <laughs> chill out. <laughs> I've been thinking it worked, baby. No, no. So he said he came in there and I was just laying in the shower like this in fetal position, like, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> he said I was laying in there, curled, not curled, but fertile position, talking about this is way too much or way too high. <laughs> I said, he said, he's like, you know what? So he's like, see, I told you so. I told you later. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he tried. It took him thirty minutes to get me to convince me to even stand up. So that's when I started remembering. I got up and I was like, "Man, I got to lay down." This, <laughs> <laughs> literally, what you just said. This was. I came back to my house at twelve something. So about one something, I'm ass naked standing in the bathroom. You don't know what happened. He said, I eventually went to the bed and was right like a burrito. And I slept from one something all the way to 1 a.m. without getting up. Just dead. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I kept winding, moving around, winding. I'm like, I'm too high. I can't fuck with this shit. <laughs> he said, I did that like every few hours. <laughs> and when I woke up at one something, I swear to God, I probably could have, like, I don't know. I was so hungry. I felt like a straight up bum. Like I, I was eating everything in sight. I was so hungry. Starving. My mouth was. Well, yeah, that was that was. Starving. Yeah, that was really That sounds like exactly what your first time having an edible should should happen. That's <laughs> that sounds about right, because everyone and like and look, this will happen at least two three more times, because everyone always like that thing about edibles is like. You have to trust the instructions. <laughs> Everyone has a horrible edible story, trust me. Like, that's pretty fucking normal. And you always think it's always that moment, like, that you take more right before the first one hits. Because you, like, give it time, right? Be like, man, I've been waiting. This ain't hitting. It ain't hitting. And you still like, I'm going to just take a little bit more. And then, bam, it hit. And you fucked up. <laughs> yes, that's, I'm telling fucked you, up. that's what happened. I walked in the bathroom and I was going to, you know, use it and come back out. I felt, I literally felt like a switch in me. I felt like, oh, shit. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> I said, uh-uh. I'm fucked up. And I remember just falling over and getting, trying to get myself up
I thought I was a motherfucking OG in this shit, man. Shit. See? I know I'm not. I'm obviously still wet behind the ears, but See? That's why she Woo! told you only take half. <laughs> only take half. No, she gave me a half, right? And this is of a small little candy. Imagine, a, you know, the peach candy, the gummy? Mm-hmm. You see how one of them is small? She ripped one and gave me a half. I bit off the half one time and now like, fuck this, I'm going to be lit. And ate the other half. No, you're only supposed like, to take a half of a half. Quarter. Yes. Hold my ass. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you, I'm like a psych, like the most out of me that I'm gonna do in a day, which I do every other day, I ain't gonna lie. Six joints off rip. I'm going getting through my day. Yeah. That oh, baby. I thought I was just a master. I ate that half. <laughs> it put me on my ass. And I ain't new to this. <laughs> a couple hours <laughs> later. Yes, I am. I am new. I am new. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She called me. She texted me the next. She texted me that night. She's like, "You done high yet?" I said, "Man, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. They called me the next day, and all I can hear is I said hello, and all she did was laugh for like two minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how panic we are to each other. Like we we do stuff like that. I was like, "Wow, man, never again." To this day, I ain't did it. I'm not joking. So I'm telling you, you'll have a couple more stories like that from edibles. It's edibles are a learned uh, thing. It takes a while. Oh yeah. So normally, um, I have a section that I call the or one of the sections that I have. It's called the giggle section, and it's just where you tell a funny story. Um, so I think that's gonna be our giggles. Yeah. For for this episode. Um, <laughs> Kiki's first experience with peach ring edibles. Yes. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that'll be our giggles um, for this episode. Because um, I haven't had I haven't had one of those in a while. I've been doing a few hi- highlights lately, so I want to switch it up a little bit. But you know what? I think that um, that pretty much wraps up the, our our blunt talk and our giggle section and all that other stuff. Um, I learned so much today about Florida's uh, regulations on medicinal marijuana. Yes. Y'all got it bad. Like, I'm not oh, even yeah. going to lie about that. Y'all it's got ridiculous. it pretty fucking bad. I can't I, wait to change. Right. I could not even fucking imagine. Mm. So, <laughs> that just means that you need to hurry up and come out to California and come visit, you know, once COVID is over. And we'll show you, yes. like how things should be <laughs> yes exactly um so before we get out of here i always like to end the show with a random ass question um so i have a list of random ass questions they're number four through 20 so go ahead and pick a number and then i will ask you that question oh uh, you said four what one through 20 four through 20 four through 20 uh 15. 15 is, what is your favorite stoner movie? Oh, anything with Cheech and Chong in it. <laughs> you know, I've actually never seen any of those movies. It's funny. Yeah. It is, I'm telling you, it's hilarious. For real. 
Yeah, when um, when I was talking to my brother, he's like, "How are you gonna have a show about smoking? You've never watched Cheech and Chong. Like, what kind of smoker are you? I don't know. Just <laughs> never, never watched yeah, them. Right. I just love it. I have to go do. I have to go do. I have to go do a um a Google search and put top yeah. or best Cheech and Chong yeah. movie. Yeah. All right, well, any of the Cheech and Chong movies, there you go. I like it. Gave me something new. Gave me an idea for something new to watch. <laughs> I watch documentaries, too. That'd be something I'd be just completely stoned out my mind and be really into it. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm a I'm an addict for true crime, so I understand oh, what no. you mean. Don't even get me started. Right. I love that stuff. I'm just not finding Snap. <laughs> Snap is my shit. Girl, I'm just not starting to watch it. Yeah, it's good. And they have so many episodes. You should, like, go back and watch old seasons. Definitely. Yeah. All right, well, um, we are about ready to get out of here. Before we go, though, um, go ahead and give us your contact information. Where can the people find you and follow you and all that good stuff? Okay, okay. Well, my Instagram is Kiki Smokes. That's K-I-K-I-S-M-O-K-E-S. I'm way more active on there than I am my other, like my YouTube one, which is just Kiki87. But my actual, that one, I'm way more active on there. And also check out my YouTube channel, which is just Kiki87. Awesome. And, um, Please make sure that you comment, rate, subscribe when you uh, hit up Kiki. Be her friend. Do the same for us here at Bluntly Black Girls. We are on Instagram at Bluntly Black Girls. Twitter, Bluntly, B-L-K, Girls. And, yeah, leave us some comments. Tell us what you think. If you can remember the name of one of the Cheech and Chong movies that I should watch, let me know. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Let us know what you think of the episode. It's been so much fun, Kiki. Um, we'll definitely have to keep in touch. We're friends now. Yes, it's a thing. Appreciate your vibrations. They are awesome. Yes, you too. You too. It's been a, I, I, I always get nervous before because I'm like, what if we don't vibe? Like, what if it's hella, like, awkward or whatever? But very comfortable conversation. It kind of just floats. So I appreciate your energy. Uh, you like you said your vibrations, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we will catch you next time. Okay, definitely. We're out of here, guys. Peace. Bye.